So what were you saying about sticking a pretzel in a butt? Yeah, it pops a blow up doll. Hate y'all so much. That's what happened in the first hand experience. Welcome to the Guys Review, where we review media, products, and experiences. Why do you have to ruin everything? Well, we ruined that blow up doll. It got thrown away like in like the garbage can of like a like a gas station. Like nobody wanted to own up to it. <laughs> you ruined that blow up doll when you bought it. Someone else bought it, but yeah. My name is Steven. I'm one did of your. Like, did you Eiffel Tower it? Huh? Did you Eiffel Tower? No, the like it didn't survive the ride back. Well, I'm one of your three co-hosts tonight. Together with me are Trey and Tucker. Say hello, fellas. Hello. How's it going? Chris is unfortunately not here again. He had another family obligation, but he should be back with us next week from what I understand. So uh, we didn't do a guest star this week. Just to be honest with you, it was Thanksgiving and getting everything put together kind of last minute. So yeah. yeah. So it's just going to be us three tonight. So before we get into um, Fire in Paradise, which is the documentary we will be reviewing tonight about the um, campfire fire out in California back in 2018. First, we'll tell a little bit about our weeks. And what happened there, and we'll move into the review. So I'll start, Trey, and then Tucker. Sure. Good. Okay. Uh, my week. Uh, it. I mean, it was Thanksgiving week, so... Uh, you going to keep talking over your music? Yeah, I like the bed. You don't like the bed? Nah. You don't like the bed? Mm. Like I, the bed? I like it, just not to talk over it constantly. Well, fine. I'll fade it out. It's good for an intro, and it's good for an outro. Anyways, and so we had... an Audi. an Audi. <laughs> <laughs> what, just what you're good for, right? I create them. <laughs> um, no, it was a good week. Uh, we uh, had a short week, thankfully, which was nice. Uh, I, I did see my cardiologist. I think I told you all this, the ongoing saga of my heart. It turns out that I'm having uh, episodes of VTAC, which is basically I'm skipping heartbeats every once in a while. Uh, from what the doctor said, it's very normal, but uh, the problem is that I can feel it, and it just kind of sets me off. So he started me on some beta blockers. Um, it's kind of helping. I'm gonna have to go see. I'm gonna have to go see a GP about some. It's causing anxiety issues and stuff like that. It's just not fun. So, uh, but other than that, uh, a trip up to the to my to my parents' house. Saw my my parents and my brother and stuff for the first time in several years. Had Thanksgiving lunch up there. Came down here and then we uh, cardiac issues again last night with you guys uh, watching the Iron Bowl at my at my in laws' house. Auburn won that game for 58 minutes. Too bad they play it for 60. Yep. I know, right? That's pretty much it. Hey, so, we won the first half. I was, it's a I was, moral victory. I mean, I was physically exhausted after that game was over. I just did not want to do anything. It was just, mm, anxiety's a bitch. But, but yeah, man, that, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. It's been, been pretty cool. Uh, Abby and I, like I said, we, we, you know, she's been, a, she's been a good kid this week. She helped with kids last night. You know, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was pretty solid Thanksgiving week. That's good. Yeah. Trey, how was your week, bud? It was, Interesting, uh, you know, had to close down the store because of the death threats from that guy again. And then, really, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, left early like on Monday or Tuesday, and then got my raise. Then, congrats, by the way, thank you. Which I think, uh, after we talked last night, I think I owe you dinner. I'm gonna wait till I get that first check, but then, yes, you will. <laughs> Which is funny because he, with his raise, he should be buying you dinner, but whatever, uh, you know, gotta add it up. That's fair, make it count. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like one other thing happened, but I don't fucking know. Oh, my elbow. Like, <laughs> I got gout in my elbow. <laughs> uh, God, Do you want to tell how that conversation went last night? technically time? older than Chris at this point. I with mean, that. Like, here's the thing. I've had gout in my foot. Like, I have a shitty diet, and I acknowledge this. <laughs> but then, 
you know, like had like my elbow was like swollen to the size like a baseball. It was red. It was hot to the touch. Like there was infection in it. Like you just knew. So hold up. So so we're at the game or we're hanging out, getting ready to watch the game last night, and I offer Father Time over here a fucking beer, (laughs) (laughs) and you say, "I'm here for a good time, not a long time." No, you said, I can't drink. I have gout in my elbow. Yeah. I mean, all factual statements to that point. <laughs> That's what the doctor said. Like that is, and, and the thing is that I've got it. My, my father is 78 years old and I don't think he has ever even gotten gout in the elbow. Well, I, apparently it's very rare. Like, like your foot, your ankle. Yeah. Like, yeah. But apparently I guess cause, cause it settles there or something. The fuck if I know, like I passed a kidney stone this week. Are you serious? <laughs> oh yeah. Like I did that like on Tuesday. So like, have you ever thought about trying to change your diet? I ate like a salad the other night. Did you really? Yeah. It was like three pieces of lettuce. It counts. <laughs> and all bacon. No, I don't. I, it's so much much like everything much? else I get in my life. Like it's very plain. Like I get it like no dressing. I just eat the lettuce. How much water do you drink? Uh, now or before I pass that kidney stone? Yes. Sure. Uh, before the kidney stone is all soda, and like after that, some cranberry juice and some waters. And you're you know, here with that root beer and a mellow yellow. Yeah, I gotta gotta pump back up. <laughs> gotta work tomorrow, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh man. All right. Yeah. I mean, we like you. We like having you around. So yeah, at I least mean, he's not an alcoholic, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess I'm, there is. I that. will never be that. So I'll have a lot of other issues in my life, but it won't be that. <laughs> Nice. Just Maybe remember me fondly at my, you know, my funeral. Oh God! When I'm you're 43, well, yeah, I mean, maybe. And you, y'all bastards, better work out because like y'all gonna have to carry a heavy load. <laughs> be Paul Bear. I'm just gonna play all the clips that we couldn't play that I've edited oh, out of this geez. and kept. That would be good. That would be your, that's gonna be my eulogy to you. Is just you just <laughs> going on rants that I had to cut out. Oh man, you haven't even gotten to see like what I really rant about it. Oh God! Oh shit, dude! What the fuck? Jesus Christ! About Puerto Rican Canadians or whatever they are? Yeah, fuck them specifically. Not Puerto Rican. He's a uh, oh man. He is. I mean, no, he's not. It's Brazilian. I mean, like, no. You? No. Portuguese. 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 Thank you. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> Do they speak of the English? No, they don't. <laughs> Jeez, shut the fuck up, dude. Seriously. <laughs> oh, God. Tucker, let's uh, try to move that fucking train wreck to the side. How was your week? So I got two things I want to talk to you all about. The first one is I found out that CVS is a dog-friendly store. I mean, we did the whole Thanksgiving thing and all that, so it's all well and good. Nobody wants <laughs> to hear about that. But CVS in Auburn is a dog-friendly store, so I take Bailey to go to go with me to pick up some medicine. Who is Bailey? Uh, my puppy, my German Shepherd. Okay. You know, the best little German Shepherd puppy in the world. Just did you, did you walk in there with the gun and the badge? They could have thought like you were like, working. <laughs> <laughs> they just let it happen. I was, yeah. I was wearing uh, gym pants, flip-flops, and a t-shirt. Um, the official Opelika Police Department, you know, attire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. Yeah. So I go back to the back. Imagine if chasing after someone, seeing those flip-flops flying behind him <laughs> as he kicks so I, them off. I go to the back. Well, first of all, I called over there because Walgreens Pharmacy was closed. And I said, yeah, the pharmacy's open. I said, look, I got my dog with me. I don't want to leave her in the car. Uh, are y'all a pet-friendly store? I said, yeah, we don't care. Bring, bring her in. I said, okay, cool. So I go back to the pharmacy, and I'm getting this decongestant, which that's a fucking... They almost ask you to donate a fucking kidney with that because they want your driver's license. I mean, it's all to make sure you're not manufacturing meth. So 
I'm paying for this Mucinex, and I turn around, and my dog is taking a big old shit right there. I was, the about, pharmacy to, floor. I was about to ask, did you shit on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, fortunately, that's awesome. No, it's not. Because I know I, it is because no, that's hilarious. It, it, it's, it'd be better if you left it. It started just, off. Just get, walk off. Get you Mucinex and fucking leave. Like started, sorry, guys. Gotta go. It started off solid. What's that? A, ten, oh. a 1099 in progress. And then it went to a uh, soft serve there oh. at the end. So, and, and I couldn't just leave it because the pharmacist, both pharmacy techs, another store employee, and a customer saw my dog take a giant shit in the store. <laughs> They're going to rethink that pet friendly policy. <laughs> they might. Um, the second thing I found out was. And I don't know why this popped up on my things you might be interested in on Amazon. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Gummy right. dicks. <laughs> there, there is a 2022 donkey humping calendar. I, I can see it. You said you wanted to go to the donkey show. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Is Amazon no, listening to no, us? No, that's what he said. Did he not say that in an episode? But he wanted to go, but your dad wouldn't well, let you. Well, I was like six. I didn't know what the fuck it was. You, you just said you didn't say that. That's different. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that calendar hey, that hey, calendar steel trap bud steel that trap. calendar will be here on Wednesday and now I just have to figure out which co-worker's office oh, to stick Christ. it in oh my god that's the one what? that has the best sense of humor best 10 bucks I've spent in a long time when you time. say donkey humping like I will show you I don't know if I want to see it I don't yeah I mean like I mean I think the imagination really probably just tells you is it like um oh no it's drawings a, it's no it's photos it's actual of donkeys art. fucking Oh, donkeys fucking other donkeys. Yeah, donkey humping. Oh, okay, donkey humping. Humping donkey 2021. 2022. 2022. Yeah. yeah. That's going to go in somebody's office. I don't know who but it is. But if they have a 2022 calendar, I'm thinking they might have a 2021 calendar. <laughs> which means you could have gotten that one on discount. Would have been smarter. No one ever accused you of being smart, though. It was, all right, ten, here it we go. was, it was 10 bucks. Fan mail. Oh, that's so low. low. That's all right. Um... <laughs> Wow, that was, man, I didn't think it could go more off the rails after Trey, but then it did with donkey humping. Uh, Marcus <laughs> sent us another email. I hadn't read this one yet either, obviously. He sent us another Would You Rather. I like it. So, I like to play. I'll allow something, it. Yeah, something in here. Uh, we haven't heard from Eric in a minute. I know. Do, do you think like the neighbor figured out who's stealing the internet? <laughs> he was actually over here Friday night for a little while. That's on you for telling him where you live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, hello guys. This is real, real, real quick. Um, uh, I don't know if I should read this first part. I'm not going to read this first part. Sorry, Marcus. Oh, censorship. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I know a regime that was big on that. It's, it's yeah. in line with that. Okay. Oh. Hey, hello guys. Okay, here's the question. Would you rather? You notice what he almost said, right? Pee from your nose, or sneeze uncontrollably every time you get a boner. <laughs> I'd pee from a nose. I think I'd have to go nose pee. Yeah, that's yeah. sadly, yeah, that's a. Those are some shitty choices. Yeah, I mean, and you sneezing all the time at work would not be good. <laughs> Especially looking at pictures of dead prostitutes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was kind of the implication, but actually, it's even worse considering the conversation we've had before. Oh man, yeah, definitely pee through the nose. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the what was the one from Letterkenny? Would you rather have a, a a dick hanging off your nose or a vagina for a mouth? Dick hanging off my nose, probably dick nose. I I, I mean because people are trying to finger your mouth like while you're talking like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They're like like I don't want to. 
as Gaylor said, I don't want to bounce it off my li- off my lips all the time. <laughs> of course, she said, don't knock it till you try it. So y'all have fun with that. There you go. Jesus. All right. Okay, here we go. I well, guess it's not gay if it's your own dick. <laughs> uh, I've actually asked that question before. If you could suck yourself off. Yeah, I'd never leave the house. But here's the question. Here's the question. All right. A, number one, is that gay? B, when do you stop? <laughs> right before you finish. <laughs> Pull it out and shoot it to the side. To the side. <laughs> or. Some of us, hey, you know, whatever. Some of us have bad aims. Ah, oh, that was bad aim. <sighs> I always like to ask that question when I, when I meet people like, like brand new people because I find it funny and off-putting. Oh, absolutely. It should be an interview question. It really should be. If you could suck your own dick, when would you stop? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> just, just wondering. Um, okay, uh, I, we don't have... Uh, that's, that's all the emails we got. I didn't do a Twitter poll last week. I've Just because of traveling and work and all that stuff. Yeah. forgot about that. Um, but again, you can always join us in the Twitter DM group. It was, it's been fairly active. Uh, just go to twitter.com. You or, say it's fairly active. There's six people, and we're, we comprise half of them. There's more than six at this point. There's, there's like 18. There's six that comment. No, there's more than that. There, there's a handful. There's only a handful that comment. You're absolutely right. But it's still fun. They, it's, they yeah, go, we share names and... Uh, the Jeff guy, I, Chris Christensen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Nick or Trollinger, Justin Trollinger. Yeah. Of course, I, I enjoy talking with him about uh, smoking and barbecue and stuff. He yeah. just knows no shit. And if you want to, if you want to contribute or just see the stupidness that happens, you can uh, go to our Twitter page at the at the underscore guys review, like the tweet at the top of the page, and we'll uh, we'll add you to the group. I assume Jeff will come down for the LSU game next year. His wife's a corn dog, so oh, that sucks. Does said, she like his corn dog? Apparently. They're still married, so I'm going to say yes. That's fair. Well, is it a corn dog or a pig in a blanket? Wow. I'm assuming you've seen it. I have not. Why would you assume I've seen it? I've met this gentleman twice, and I like him, so. <laughs> <laughs> so I go back to my previous statement. I'm well, assuming it's not, you've seen not, it. not like I'm like, you know, like kicking him over while he's taking a pee to like just fuck with him. Like <laughs> We used to do that when people peeing outside going like, ta- you know, tackle oh, yeah. them in the woods. Oh, absolutely. God, I hated that shit. Okay, so Fire in Paradise is going to be about the 2018. Uh, it's a documentary about the 2018 campfire fire out in California. Uh, it is directed by Zachary Canapari and Drea Cooper. Uh, it only gave me three people starring, but there's a lot more people in here. It stars Joy Beeson, Beth Bowersox, and Abby Kahn. Uh, it was released on November 1st, 2019 on Netflix. Uh, I did not have any, there's no budget or uh, box it was, office it was, info. it was released on Frontline before that, I think. It actually, okay, so it actually premiered at um, Telluride in September, but it wasn't released, you know, worldwide, I guess, or nationwide at least, no. until November. Um, I can't imagine it was a very high budget. No. Uh, ratings like, seriously, few thousand dollars probably. I, I mean, all you gotta do is give those people a place to live for a minute. There you go. Uh, IMDb gives it a seven point four out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes has it eighty three percent. There's there's no Metacritic score. Uh, Google users, uh, fifty percent, sixty three, seventy four. Huh. It was generous. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Fire in Paradise premiered at the 2019 Telluride Film Festival. It also showed at the 2019 Hamptons International Film Festival, where it won the Audience Award for Best Short Film. I assume this is the first time we've all seen this movie. Correct? Correct. I mean, I, I remember watching the, the news when the fires were raging out in California. Right, but of course. Yeah. Okay. All right, here but, we go. Going but which into one? The, I can't pinpoint. Well, 
This is the biggest the one. of when this one happened. This is the biggest, no, I, I most deadly this one. one. I remember this one specifically yeah. because... Especially what came afterwards yeah. with PG&E and all that stuff. Yeah, that's so. fair. The film opens with shots of a tranquil forest in Paradise, California, population 26,561. It's cut in with some home videos of people just doing day-to-day activities while a voiceover gives a safety alert for fire conditions for that day and saying that PG&E could cut power for safety. November 8, 2018, 6.16 a.m., Ray Johnson, who is wearing a firefighter shirt, says that the news stated it was going to be a windy day and could produce fires. He stationed himself at the water tender at station number 33, and he felt he said that the day just didn't feel right. Cut to a call center and a woman stating that her night shift is 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. and that it wasn't a quiet night. Beth Bowersock said that, uh, that, that a call came in around 5.30 a.m. and that her, that her supervisor took from PG&E employee about a fire in Polga, several miles away. I don't know how to say this woman's name. Is it, what would you, D-A-C-I-A, Dacia? Dacia. Dacia? Dacia Williams. She describes lying in bed with her kid and her mom had taken her other children to school and when they first saw smoke. 7.16 a.m., 911 calls are played about the Polga fire. Firefighter Sean Norman speaks about hearing calls about a fire and how he had to get on the road to come help. Beth dispatched the fighters and named it named it the campfire fire due to regulations and guidelines because apparently she called a bunch of shit about it afterwards. Like, why did you call it that? That's There's like a specific reason why they named it. I wish it. they went more it was into like, that. Well, the the reasoning was because of where it originated. It was like Camp, Camp Creek Road or some shit like that. Mm. Yeah, they didn't go into that very yeah. much. In the, well, I, I did some research on it. It was like Camp Creek Road is where the fire, where they think it originated. Gotcha. Okay. She also said how it all seemed like a normal fire at first, but her face drops and she follows with, but it got bad real quick. As we see live video of the, of the fire and power lines, 7.19 a.m., driving through town, Mary Ludwig speaks about getting to school and the frenzy it was in and how quickly the sky turned orange. Sergeant Rob Nichols talks about meeting with his partner and in their car with ash raining down. 7.29 a.m. calls the smoke everywhere. Bess says it all still seems like a normal fire, and more calls play of people reporting smoke and fire and are told to start evacuating. Beth states that a co-worker took a call for a house fire in Paradise, and she is very surprised. At 7.41 a.m., the 911 call for Paradise plays. 7.45, and the minutes start counting up. It's, it's on the screen, by the way, this time. The minutes start counting up, and more 911 calls are playing a Paradise residence calling in fires. There you go, first bit. You don't got any comments? Yeah, so... Got several, but I don't think you want to hear them. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I don't know if we're at this point yet, but y'all remember the video uh, where they're doing the interviews and ladies in purple shirt, but she's got like bumps on her face? Yes. The, is that the it's older later woman? Later in the movie, or later in the documentary. Yeah. The Which, older woman? Yeah, uh, she's like middle-aged, like young, on this side of 40. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's just, our age, roughly. Yeah, I mean, like, I just thought a very interesting thing, like... It's probably about like the only time ever a California one is equal to an Alabama one. <laughs> Jesus. That's where he goes with this. That's, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Not surprising. So uh, I I thought that this was pretty interesting. It did go over some of the origins of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just seeing, just humanizing everything that went on with this and hearing their stories. Because you can sit there and watch the news and you hear, oh, uh, 50,000 people were evacuated yeah. and 20,000 homes or whatever were, were destroyed because of natural disaster X. 
but seeing the faces behind it and yeah. the, and the and everything just really humanizes it and really drives it home. Yeah, I, I, that's one thing I wrote is it's here. I remember hearing about the fog, but to see the people who live through it and talk about it, it's very. And I mean, obviously, some of the, how it's cut and some of the footage they're using with the fire and stuff like that. But they made it. It's, it's very it, dramatic. Yeah. And but, not like in a bad way. No, but I mean, like we talk about like humanizing it. Like you know, we had that shit happen in Beauregard, and like I don't think a decent human being lost their property over there. Jesus. <laughs> 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 well, what a fire! First of all, it was a tornado. And, I'm and, just saying, like natural disaster. You talk about humanizing it, like by seeing the people who suffer from it. I'm just, I'm just saying, like even in Beauregard, I, I think nobody decent probably lost anything. Oh, God. So. <sighs> 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 okay. Um. Jesus Christ, you Can you imagine being a first responder and and having to respond to that sort of shit? What the fire to, or the to, 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 or to, Trey? To, well, sure, we'll go both those routes. <laughs> I mean, so technically, aren't you doing both right I was now? To say, yeah, technically. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but to, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm law enforcement, and, and I responded to domestics and fires and shootings and everything too. But not on the scale. That's a lot of the stuff that I respond to is. People on people yeah. or people on property. And apparently, it looks at donkey on donkey. <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't know how that popped up, but I'm so yeah. Glad I bet it did. you don't. <laughs> so weird. It's so strange that, that popped up like that. But you don't see that kind of just nature giving you the giant middle finger, and it's it's awe inspiring to see yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I am not jealous of these guys that have to do this out in California. That's just, Mm-mm. I mean, it's bad enough having to live in California. Well, you know, like Wendy's aunt and uncle are like. Worked in very prominent jobs in the state of California before who? they retired. Whitney's aunt oh, uncle, oh, the I, one that had like the really nice. Wendy first. I was like, who the fuck's Wendy? No, Whitney. Whitney. Like his ex. <laughs> That'd been never, never dated a Wendy. Um, but you know, they're the ones that have the house in Hawaii and the house in Florida. Oh doing yeah, like yeah. Six months in each. Yeah. But you know, they said because like I was talking to must them, be rough. Yeah. Well, I was talking to him about like you know like how big a shithole like California has turned into, and they're like, yeah, they've just cut funding for like a lot of like important stuff like. Firefighting, you right? Know, for yeah. The wildlife management. Yeah, I mean, just a whole lot of stupid shit, and like, they're, it was a conversation about where they're actually spending their tax dollars and stuff. I've got a, I've got a cousin that lives out there, her and her husband, and that, but they live out like in the in the desert, so this is not fire. Fire is not an issue for them. Yeah, drought kind of is. Yeah, I got, I got a buddy that lives out there too. He's a he's in the Air Force. Um, I don't see how he affords to do shit out there. On, on, I mean, granted, he's an officer. He flies. He's a pilot. But right, I just know the cost of living out there is fucking insane. Yeah. All right, moving on. Officer Nichols speaks about the uh, about a spot fire in the middle of town. Cut to a house burning wildly and flames shooting everywhere, with a woman talking about her house being on fire in a voiceover. Real quick, because they didn't really go into this. Do y'all know what where these spot fire or what's causing these spot fires because it's it's ahead of the or it's not the main fire line it's not the, yeah it's not the burn line yeah do y'all know it's, what's, I, mean, I assume it's ash getting it's, it's carried the ash through the wind the embers because they because yeah. the, the whole red flag warning that they were talking about mm-hmm. is because they had I think it was an easterly wind come blowing towards the coast hmm. and it was and, they, and paradise was kind of down in the, I, I down kinda, in the valley yeah. Yeah. yeah I kind of went on a deep dive on this no it's um, fair I mean I did I did some looking at it but yeah but it's it's, it's kind of I didn't give enough shit about it it's kind of down in the valley so that wind was whipping over the the top of those so it's mountains. So picking it up and then and dropping it into the valley. down on that valley, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what was causing those spot fires. And gotcha. it, this thing moved just Super insanely fast. quick. Yeah. Could y'all imagine living in a place like where at any given moment, depending on like the weather, they could cut your fucking power off? I know, right? Like, think about that. Well, yeah. Didn't didn't LA have like, or it was one of the big cities, they would have like rolling blackouts every yeah. summer. Yeah. yeah. 
because because of this because PG&E had been queued up to launch for safety and yeah. <sighs> fuck that they, yeah, it just makes you think like why the fuck pay for power if like you're gonna come with power off in any minute yeah just just because I, that, that's what I'm gonna take for granted <clears throat> like living in like this you know I mean we're one of the this time well and it's also I mean it, I, I, Alabama's constantly ranked as one of the worst states in the country but it I mean looks pretty good from where I'm sitting I mean I don't get my power cut off. Yeah, I mean, granted, your balls hanging from knees during the summertime. There too. Um, what do we say her name is again? Daisy. Daisha. Daisha. Daisha speaks about getting stuck in traffic and waiting for over forty minutes, and that it's just not normal. A video of a man and a dog waiting in traffic, which was pretty heart wrenching, because the guy's trying to reassure the dog. Ray talks about seeing a plume of smoke coming at him and how eerie it was, and it looks just like a monster. Cut monster. Cut to a shot of said smoke, and it is fucking massive. Uh, Ray's wife, Jennifer, talks about evacuating, seeing all of her neighbors and friends around here trying to get out and how unreal it was. Uh, Mary speaks about the kids getting outside uh, and the wind being so strong that branches of trees were falling on the, onto the ground on fire. And then the kids are evacuated uh, on school buses. Abby Davis, a teacher, also talks about getting onto the evac bus with the kids. Uh, Mary was scared about getting on the bus with the kids and even said that she didn't want to, but she did. Uh, and how... When they hit the first corner, there was there was fire at the first corner they hit, and that they were stuck in traffic. Cut to a video of people driving, surrounded by everything on fire. Abby is speaking about the uh, uh, about the McDonald's next to them catching on fire, and then it went completely black. Ray talks about his wife screaming and crying. Cut to someone else that is filming and trying to calm people down, surrounded by fire. Madeline Johnson, Ray and Jennifer's daughter, who looks to be about ten, maybe. Talks about trying to stay calm, and that girl was just being fucking brave, and that she wasn't going to die that day. As Noah, her brother, also talks about praying. All the all the while they're showing this, they're filming this. There's they're showing film of someone's car having literally flaming branches falling onto it, with with people screaming and flames all over the road. More nine one one calls. Beth telling people to get out that they that they don't have anyone to come and help. Uh, Joy Beeson talks about getting out of her house with her son and how he pushed her out of a way of a falling tree. Uh, Beth gets choked up talking about taking these calls with people who are afraid and how hard it was to have to hang up and take more calls. Um, so that's one of the things. So what you just said right there, that's actually one of the things that 911 operators are trained to do is to keep you on the line during an emergency because mm-hmm. that way you can pass on information and yep. you know whatever. The operator can try to, to calm whoever's on the other end down to try to get more information, keep them calm, keep them talking if they're hurt, et cetera, et cetera. I can't imagine having to disconnect that call. Yeah. Multiple times too, because you have more mm. calls coming in. <clears throat> I mean, it's, I'm sorry. You need to leave. There's nothing we can do. And I have to hang up now. Click. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like the way they ordered this documentary. Cause like you, they don't talk about some of the shortcomings to like the very end about like, the shit that could have prevented a lot of this. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, it's, very subjective on how you do your documentaries. Right. I took a documentary class in college and it's like, uh, I, I feel like if they, I feel like if they showed you that how bad they fucked those people over by not implementing a better process. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I, that I found later was they have like a regional or statewide alert for these wildfires. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's dependent upon cell towers and communication mm-hmm. lines and there weren't an a there weren't enough of them, and b uh, especially AT and T, their towers just dropped. Really? So 
Well, that and like that year they were trying this new program to get like people in that code red where you had to like opt in. Yeah. And if you didn't opt in, they wouldn't be yeah. able to tell you like, hey, like watch there was out. that too. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Well, you know how we have like the AU alert and it just goes off to your shit? Yeah. 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 Amber well, alert and whatnot. Yeah. 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 I turned had, that off on my phone. You had to opt in. I'm tired in. of that shit going off at like two in the morning because like somebody's kid got fucking kidnapped like three states away. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck that. Like, so, watch your kids. So my work shitty phone, parents. So my work phone is is on yeah. the charger next to my bed right now. Um, and I hadn't worked in four days, which has been great. Uh, about 3 o'clock this morning, 2.30, 3 o'clock this morning, my phone just started dinging nonstop for about 30 minutes. It was not an Amber Alert. It was not an AU Alert. It was none of that shit. I'm in a group with a bunch of different agencies. It's a, y- Y'all know what the Telegram app is, right? No. It's, mm-hmm. it's basically a text app that has end-to-end encryption. Okay, yeah. Um, Indian like, like, encryption? Like WhatsApp, basically. Yeah, it's like WhatsApp. Did end, you say Indian encryption? End to end. end oh, to end to end. end. I thought you said yeah. Indian. Like, kind of. <laughs> end to end encryption. Um, Code talking. Apparently, yeah. no, we're not talking about wind talkers here, smart ass. Okay. I'm trying to save you right now, so please hmm. help. Please go with it. Um, Could be IT Indians. Fucking <sighs> Christ, dude. <laughs> anyway, a local a, a agency about a hundred miles from here started chasing a stolen car and instead of texting the neighboring town and mm-hmm. saying hey this is what's it, we got somebody inbound he starts texting the telegram app so probably 400 phones last night were going ding 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 oh, ding ding fine. ding is it like, like for law enforcement minutes law enforcement only or something no it's just a group that we created oh i mean you gotta be invited to it you can't just join it gotcha can you invite me no okay choice <laughs> I did find, I agree with you on the timing of this also because, like, they're talking about, like, you know, she's talking about the kids and uh, how everyone's evacuating, but the kids are at school with flaming branches literally falling to the ground. Yeah. Like, that's the first place I'd go. I'd be getting my kid out of school. It's, and like, let's it's get some the, dramatic. A, is, I think there's some dramatic ordering of the, yeah, of the clips. Pacing. Yeah. Yeah. But from what, I from what I've read and from what the documentary said, this thing just spread really fucking yeah. fast. Well, and I and like I wrote this down. I, I I think I said this kind of doing thing, but the, the yeah that thing with Madeline and her talking about praying and trying to stay calm, and she's like, "I'm not going to die today." It's like uh, that that one got me because I just think about you know my little girl and I don't know. I didn't like that at all. Like it was very off putting. Like this kid, I'm not going to die today. I'm choosing this. And like, shut up, kid. <laughs> it's, it's just going to happen if it's your time. Jesus. I don't know. I, I found it moving, and I thought it was pretty brave of her. I mean, you're right. I mean, she could have died, and I'm glad she didn't, obviously. I, and course. that's the thing. I'm sitting here watching it. like I'm getting emotional watching it and even going, like, she's alive. This is not a movie. It's not a dramatic movie where I don't know what's going to happen because she's talking about the event in the past tense. It's done. She survived. Yeah, but I think it hits you different because you have a kid like of talking age. Like Mine like you know, mine just lays there. Yeah, that's fair. It fucking bites me. <laughs> like I put my finger in his mouth. Smart and kid. Like, yeah, I'll start like sucking. Okay, whatever. Then fucking chomp. Oh yeah. But he always gets like the the back side of the finger, like by the nail, like where it's real sensitive. Oh, the nail bed. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, no, but he gets like the actual skin, like right there, where it's like real soft and tender. Oh, I need to put five bucks in Huck's college fund. When when yeah. when Abby had she get the front two and the bottom, the top two and the bottom two, you know, they're, and they're just oh. little fucking pinchers. And Ashley would stick her finger in her mouth, I guess, looking for more teeth. And of course, Abby would bite her, mm-hmm. and she's like, ah, oh, she bit me. I'm like, well. What were you doing? She's like, feeling fourteen. I was like, well, don't. She's like, you put your finger in there. I was like, no, hell no. She doesn't know how much that can hurt. Like, no. Well, Huck only has like the two on the bottom. Yeah, so like, no, oh, well, it'll not, get like, worse. I know it's gonna get worse. That's why I don't mind it now. Just hope he's not like a biter biter where he's just gonna come up and just. Argh. Oh no, I'll fix that. 
Please do. Don't let him hit him with a spray bottle. Don't let him be a biter. Bad kitty. (laughs) Aim for the butthole. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucked up on so many levels. Yeah, nobody will be spraying my kid's butthole. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, they'll be getting a call from Tucker. All right, here we go. 9.35 a.m. Abby and Mary speak about the exit ramp being on fire and the first feeling of deep hopelessness. Uh, she said that the, in the in the uh, bus, the kids were starting to fall asleep, so they created some homemade filters with a, <laughs> the bus driver's shirt and some water. Um, Abby tells Mary that she doesn't think they're going to get out, and they prayed. And they prayed to die of smoke inhalation and then went back to work. 10.42 a.m. So we had like an, I didn't realize it was like an hour jump. Uh, Nichols talks about getting to the Clark and Skyway intersection, how bad of an intersection it is. Total gridlock, and the firewall is coming straight at him. A video of Nichols uh, talking to a guy in a car, telling him that they're stuck and that the man looks scared and asks if, he, if, if they're going to be okay, which was also pretty impactful, I think. They then start telling everyone to abandon their vehicles and to evacuate on foot. We meet Joy, who tells a balls of flame, uh, like from the Bible, falling around them. Um, oh, we've already met Joy, sorry. Uh, the balls of flame, like from the Bible, are falling around them. They cut to video of a fire tornado. They then move everyone to a large parking lot. Sean talks about realizing they're not going to be able to put this fire out themselves. So they start breaking into buildings to put people in them as the field behind it was a propane storage field and they start to explode. Ridiculous. Um, sorry, I lost it. Oh, yes. Okay, Sean described, Sean described it as, as war. Dasha? Dasha. 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 Tells how the firefighters told them they, they are surrounded. And the only way to survive would be laying down onto the concrete. She, seeks, she speaks about praying with her child under a blanket for hours. Finally, the front passed and they were bust out, thankfully. Uh, Norman tells of driving around trying to get people, uh, this is the firefighter, Norman, trying to get people out of their houses as ambers are flying and catching more and more on fire. And that these, there was a family that was refusing. So he took them and wouldn't let them I don't go think back. He was fire. I think he was police. Was he? I think he was police. I thought, uh, maybe he was. Um, he wouldn't let them go back even when their dog ran off. He knew that, uh, that he wouldn't make it through the fire front, so he started looking for somewhere else to go, but there was nothing. So he drove straight through it, straight into and through the fire front, and survived. That was some fucking crazy hairy-ass yeah. dash cam footage, too. Yeah. He gets choked up talking about surviving, and, and that those people probably hate them, but they are alive to hate him. On the one hand, I get not <clears throat> leaving your dog. I, I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> But like this is, I mean, I have to imagine that it was very obvious that this is not a good situation to yeah. to stay put, you know. But on the at the same time, they should have been trying to get out sooner. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, that's, that's I wrote here. How fucking ungrateful are those people? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he literally saved your life, and you're gonna be like. Arr. So I was just looking. The town of Paradise is roughly the size of Opelika population. Was a little smaller. It's twenty six thousand people. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine trying to get 26,000 people to leave at the same fucking time? Yeah. Here's my thing, though. Like, I would think that everybody would be going in the same direction. I don't understand, like, the gridlock just, like, stopping it. Like, Because, yes, they're all trying to go. They're all trying to leave. But you've got intersections and. I'm, I'm talking about, like, just, like. Exit ramps and stuff like being like blocked. Like, how the fuck is it being blocked? Like, well, how do we? I mean, we're not. So, we don't. We're talking about that. like with fire or truck. Or well, I mean, because I I think about like Auburn. Like, there's there's about like how many ways would you say to get out of Auburn? A lot. A, a lot. I mean, we we have probably you know at least twelve. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that, and I'm gonna say this: You've tried to drive around town after a fucking football game. Okay, that's different when you have. 
a hundred thousand people in town versus yeah. twenty six. Because I don't think Paradise is one of those places that attracts more people. Okay, well, but the um, but the point is still the same. You've got all these people trying to leave leave at the same time, and, 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 and you do realize well, like part of the problem is like the cops stopping everybody. Is he? Like, I mean, like when you're trying to leave town, like for the games, like the cops have like oh, roads yeah, blocked yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. that's part of the problem. Well, also you have to keep in mind that it's it's a smaller population, but it's also a small town. There's less. There's probably less ways outs. in and out, and one one direction is completely cut off because guess what? You have a fucking fire coming at you. That's fair. I give you that one yeah. block, but I would be trying to go one of the other ways. Yeah, there's probably, but you probably only have probably three only left. Have to a few, yeah, just a few left. I mean, but I mean, like, and everybody's trying to take the main road out of town. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, like, but all the more reason to not be stopping, just like. Yeah, continuously moving. But if you're bumper to bumper traffic and don't have any, don't have a way to go, I like there's always an outlet. I mean, there's no reason to be just at a gridlock. Have you have you ever seen what causes a, a, a traffic jam on on major roadways? Uh, Anything on the side accidents. of the road? Yeah, it's it's a wreck on the side. One wreck that's out of the way, or some dumbass hitting their brakes, or something, and it just snowballs down the line until you have. Gridlock. gridlock yeah. I, I got you, but I mean, like, there's a fire. There's something that you're trying to leave from. There so is no reason dumbass, to be stopped. Some dumbass leaving town swerved to miss a chipmunk or something. Huh? And, it and calls, I'd fucking leave them. I'd fucking leave them right there, bleeding well, there, and I'd thank yeah, God but, that, but that the problem is, making it up. The problem is it starts, it's... it's It uh, snowballs backwards. It's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Chain reaction? No. Or no. builds on top of itself. Geometric? <sighs> no. Exponential? Well, Exponential. It's an exponential increase because as one person slows down, you're going to stop everyone behind you. I, I get that, but I'm, I'm also not understanding like why it's at like a dead stop. Because the further back you go, it's just you got to wait that much longer is. for every. Because yes. yes, it stops for a moment, but it starts back. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. But that just moment stop. then moves down the line, and yeah. then it's multiple like a, it's moments. Like a, it's a ripple. It really it's a is a ripple effect. I feel like y'all don't understand what I'm saying. I mean, I get what you're saying. Why didn't everyone just keep moving? Somewhere, like, something stopped the very front of the line for for it to be totally gridlocked, not moving for 40 minutes. Yeah. I don't understand why. Yeah, I don't either. Somebody should just rear into that person, push them right through whatever the fuck it was. Very possible. You, I mean, yes, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but that obviously didn't happen because now we have a gridlock. And let's say it had happened. Who said it didn't close down two lanes of the major road out of town? Some of the video I saw, it's a two-lane highway, and both lanes were going out. Yeah. So if you rear in somebody and push them off the road, now you've got at least one lane shut down. You've seen idiots try to merge on the interstate when they're doing road work. Yeah. It'll back traffic up from here to Montgomery. That's about 45 miles for those of you that aren't <laughs> from this area. So the part where um, the woman, Abby, says that they prayed about dying of smoke inhalation. I'd rather do that than burn. That's fair. Have you ever had an instance that you thought you would die? Well, I've had my life threatened multiple <laughs> times in the past month. But, no, but I mean, like, actually thought. I sincerely still think this idiot may show up there and try and shoot me. It's fair. But not like. I rear in an 18-wheeler going about 60 miles an hour. Really? Yeah. In a Ford Focus. Do you remember, like, your thoughts? Do you remember your feelings? Uh Oh, shit. Like, I was following an 18-wheeler going in Birmingham where they're doing construction work. And the 18-wheeler gets over. There's another 18-wheeler at a dead stop. No time fucking. Really was this right there on it. the 280? Uh, no, this, this, this is right there on 65. Okay. 
Mm. Yeah. I walked away with just a scratch of my leg. What do you remember? Yeah, no shit. Uh, Which time? Pick one. Time we were chasing a stolen car up the interstate, and I was doing 165 plus. Felt the back end of my charger start to float. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, that was scary as shit. That'll pucker your butthole. (laughs) Because that would have been a greasy spot on the interstate for the troopers to clean up. Yep. Mm. Uh, I mean, obviously, I've already told about this, but the the first time I felt that heart flutter a couple weeks ago, that was, it's still to this day terrifying me. I'm obviously continuously dealing with with this issue. Hopefully, I can get it taken care of here shortly. I don't know. We'll see. I just, it's just. That I couldn't imagine that. That's a terrifying feeling, you know. Oh yeah, mm, scary. So looking at like roadmap of Paradise, California, it looks like most of the major ways in and out are like north south of town. There's they not much. Couldn't going really head north though because it looked it was coming so. that way. Yeah, northwest. Was, yeah, but I mean, like you got more exits going to the south and west. Yeah, but if it blocks up that major road. Then yeah. you're down to just a few options on. And who's to out? say who's to say that fire didn't come in? And I don't know this. I'm speculating. Who's to say it didn't come in in like a C shape and start shutting down the southern exits too? Yeah. I mean, there's there's stuff we don't know, but it it gridlocked it that that happened for whatever reason. Yeah. Because I'm going to go out on a limb and say people are fucking stupid when it comes mm-hmm. to a natural disaster. Well, it's that strange. and just like all the people like or leaving their emergency. leaving their cars like in the road. If you're going to get out and abandon your car, pull it off to the fucking side. Get on the shoulder. Yeah. Well, but they were telling everyone to abandon their car. Yeah. It wasn't just it wasn't just one person. It was y'all get out and fucking start hoofing it. I mean, I got you, but I mean, like, if everybody moved like three feet to the right, you'd be that guy trying to drive down the middle. Oh, I goddamn would. <laughs> and then you're going to run into that same problem a mile down the road. No, I'd start running through people at that point. Like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so we come back uh, to shots of burnout cars, melted cars, burnt homes, and some even some burnt chairs. As a voiceover says that the, the fire had finally been contained three weeks later. A flyover shot of where, so, where some homes once stood just burned ashes and some remnants where the walls once were. As newscasters discuss fatalities and missing persons. We see a video of a man walking to a car, telling how he knew the person who inside who died, and then we see a fucking skeleton, and says that he's sorry, buddy. Which that kind of that oof, yeah, I was not expecting to see that. Um, in a meeting, there are people that are being briefed about going out and finding missing people and giving closure to families. The largest ever search and rescue operation in California was being held. Norman talks about how it was a very unprecedented fire and, and fire behavior. He speaks of all the fires that have occurred in California and how bad they've been, mass destruction, not being able to control them, firefighters being trapped and killed. He said the climate has been a part of the problem. Uh, Ray is cutting down a burned tree in front, in front of what used to be his home, his house, his home, uh, with only the chimney standing. Jennifer, his wife, says that it's like, it's like death in a grieving process. Ray wants to see everything rebuilt, but that it's, that it's not the same. In Durham, California, a temporary school for Paradise students and Mary is teaching. She speaks about being on the bus for six hours. We see some drawings that the kids have done and how sad they are about the fire. Mary says she sees she's too scared to go back. She walks through the old burned-out school and all. We see a burnout forest with some home videos playing over it of happier times. Daisha. Daisha. Thank you. Her kids tell her <laughs> that they just want to go home, but she's afraid of what the road will even look like. 
Nicholas talks about how there isn't enough housing for all the residents, and we see and we see joy in some sort of tent housing setup. Uh, Beth says that she hasn't been back to paradise because of how many people died and are missing, but uh, but is trying to figure out where to go and what to do next. She's worried piece, people will forget a, forget about this with more disasters. She's visibly shaking. It cuts to black. And we get a text that reads, the campfire killed 85 people, making it the deadliest wildfire in the United States in over 100 years. The end title card, and then we cut to black. Roll credits as they display pictures of what I assume are victims and missing persons of the fire. Yep. Don't they still have like those fires going right now in California? Uh, I mean, they have wildfires every year. I, mean, uh, I, got, I got you, but like some, like the most recent ones were set by like that criminal justice professor. Yeah, I, I did say that. Yeah. So uh, this is from Wikipedia, um, but this is just some information I found on, on the fire. Um, the total cost of that fire in 2018 dollars was 16.65 billion dollars, and it burned. 153,336 acres, which is the equivalent to about 240 square miles. There were 18,804 buildings destroyed. You're going through all my trivia. Whoops. <laughs> I'm glad both of y'all are using trivia off fucking Wikipedia. I know, right? It's good trivia. Shit. It's interesting. What do you mean? Just read newspaper this, clippings about it? This uh, fire evacuated 52,000 people in a matter of hours. Yeah. They all had to abandon their homes, and most of them had nothing to come back to. Can you imagine what that would be like? Like, like right now, Stephen, if you left here and went back to your house, and it was, and there was nothing left. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck I would do. I mean, it's just terrifying. I mean, Ashley and the dogs and everything get out okay. Yeah, of course. Not, yeah. Not, not well, I mean, I mean, we we somewhat have some of that. I mean, like in Boulder, I mean, you know, we have the threat of that not by fire but by tornado. Every year, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, but a fire could be just as likely. I mean, like, absolutely. Like Auburn doesn't have the best evacuation plan and shit. They never really had to. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like these people, like, like they were asking, like the guy from like the evacuation plan. Mm-hmm. I guess the emergency. Yeah. Guys, like, they're like, oh, do you think like y'all should have planned for a fire that moves seven miles an hour? He's like, I'm not going to answer that. Did they say that? What, whatever one I finished up on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. I watched like the Frontline version too. Um, there is a shot where Mary is walking out from that burned out school. And I don't know if you all noticed, but on the on the, on the the wall there, there was a mural of uh, that Shel, Shel Silverstein book where the sidewalk ends. Yeah. Did you notice that? I did see that. So I've not read that poem in years. I used to love those books as a kid. Oh, absolutely. Um, I want to read the poem because I think it's actually pretty apropos to, to this particular thing y'all have a problem with that go for it do your thing okay this is the poem where the sidewalk ends by shell silverstein there is a place where the sidewalk ends and before the street begins and there there the grass grows soft and white and there the sun burns crimson bright and there the moon bird rests from his flight to cool the peppermint wind let us leave this place where the smoke blows black and the dark street winds and bends past the pits where the asphalt flowers grow we shall walk with a walk that is measured and slow and watch where the, and watch where the chalk white arrows go to the place where the sidewalk ends. Yes. We'll walk with a walk that is measured and slow. We'll go there where the chalk, where the chalk white arrows go for the children. They mark and the children. They know the place where the sidewalk ends. I thought that was pretty poignant. Yeah. Yeah. For, for, for this, for so much loss and everything that they went through, you know, it's fair. Yeah. Um, so that 
is the end of Fire in Paradise. Well, did you know that the company, the PG&E, the company was held criminally liable Yep. Mm-hmm. For, uh, for these fires? Mm-hmm. Let me do, uh, we'll do trivia and then we'll do, I'm going to do trivia first and then we'll do our ratings and reviews. Is that cool? Sure. Do you yeah. have a problem with that? Let me go for it. Cool. Talk. Sorry I ruined all your trivia That's points. That's all right. Not all of it. All right, number five, the campfire was the deadliest and most destructive wildfire in California's history uh, and is the most expensive natural disaster in the world in 2018 in, turn of insur- in terms of insured losses. 85 deaths, 18,804 buildings destroyed, $16.65 billion in damage. It was ignited by a faulty electric transmission line on November 8th, 2018. Paradise, which typically sees five inches of, of autumn rain by November 12th, had only received one-seventh of an inch by that date in 2018. Um, like you already said, it burned. Basically, it was a tinderbox. <clears throat> yeah, it burned 153,336 acres, or just over 240 square miles. And the fire finally reached 100% containment after 17 days on November 20, 25th, 2018. Hmm. Some uh, hardcore facts. So, uh, I mean, and again, I'm just going back to what some of these first responders had to deal with because I've I've had to respond to fires and I've had to respond to bad accidents and, and domestics and murders and everything else. But this is on such a large fucking scale. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, it's almost mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to respond to something like this personally, but that's just me. Trey. Yeah. I mean like that. I, I'm sure that's tough. I mean like, and the thing is like, I've related more to the tornadoes that we've had around here, and like, you well, know, I think it's when, more it's more relatable yeah. to us because yeah. we don't get fires here, right? But like that one but, that hit Tuscaloosa and hit Birmingham years ago, like mm-hmm. came up, and when I was living in Gunnersville, you know, it hit like the town next to us, mm-hmm. and it still like threw some tree limbs like through my house and on my really? house, yeah. Wow! Like I had to yell at my Weimaraner to get back in the dog's room because where he was, like literally thirty seconds later. A giant tree branch came through that window. All right. Ratings and reviews. Um, I guess I'll start since I did earlier. Um, Like I said before, well, I didn't say this before. I said it before we recorded. Um, I I like this. Um, It's not the most entertaining thing in the whole world. Like you said, there's not a whole lot of emotional attachment because we want to do fires. But, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did not realize the the human and emotional cost of this thing that you you don't see that on the news and and i i thought it was i mean for for literally a a documentary that's 40 minutes 40 minute documentary it's short it's a very short documentary i would watch it again i mean it was you know though though the part like i said the, the part with the girl that that really did hit me emotionally so um because of the length, I feel bad giving it two beers because I feel like two beers in 40 minutes is a lot. But um, I did that last night watching the Arbol. Yeah. So, but I'm going to give it two beers just because, you know, it, 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 some of the pacing I think was a little off and the timing, you know, just their, mm-hmm. their timelines got a little muddled. Yeah. But, um, and like you said, I think some of the arrangement could have been a little bit different and maybe, I mean, it's 40 minutes. I mean, you could have stretched this out to an hour and gotten so much more into it also. Yeah. There's a lot of information and it's, it's just the human side. It's not, it's not nitty gritty. It's not factual. It, it's not like laid out like in like a logical linear. Yeah. Linear. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is, but not really. I mean, the fact that 
it just jumps so suddenly to like, there's all this stuff going on. They're trying to get everyone out. And then, oh, we got the fire contained. Yeah. It's like, wow. You know? So, so yeah, uh, just for the, the really few families. Really didn't have a, a Dana Mont there. Yeah, exactly. You don't have your, uh, well, your, your, what is it? Uh, your Act 3 Climax. Yeah. So, two beers. Trey? Uh, I'm going to go three and a half beers. Uh, I, I really didn't like the way they put it together. And, and for all the reasons you just said, that's why I give it what I give it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I hate that anyone had to live through this experience and, you know, cheers to the ones that have moved on already. And, yeah. You know, it's good, not a comment, luck. obviously, on the... No, like, I mean, like, the situation, like, it's just tough for anybody. And, like, you know, anytime you're in a situation that you don't put yourself in, like, I, I really do feel bad for you. Like, I don't feel so bad for, like, a bullfighter who gets scored by a bull. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because you're putting yourself in that situation. Yeah. Um, so I actually found this documentary just browsing, browsing the internet, mm-hmm. looking for a good documentary for us to do. Um, never seen it, really didn't know that much about it when I recommended it. It's middle of the road. I, I liked it. I liked the information. I, I liked the format. I wish it had been a little more linear and it had been, like you said, another 15, 20 minutes and I think could have made this so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, Middle of the road. This is a two and a half beer uh, documentary for me. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay. So, right. uh, so if we add everybody's scores up and divide by three, Stevens two, Trey's three and a half, my two and a half, uh, we come out to an average score of two point six six seven beers, or two point six six repeating uh, beers. Two and two thirds beers. Yeah. Two. And, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it's one of those days. No, I got you, Norris. Numbers hard. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, two point. I mean, it's a little worse than average. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, like I said, I would probably watch it again if somebody had never seen it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would recommend watching it just just for the information purpose of it, but yeah. it's just know that you're not going to get everything, and you're not getting. It's not a masterpiece. For it. yeah. it's, it's not like the documentaries that Trey suggested for us to watch about the uh, the Melrose Brides because those were fucking awesome. <laughs> Well, you can fill in that extra 15 minutes and just go to the Wikipedia page afterwards and probably get everything else that is not in the documentary. That's basically. true. That's fair. So, okay. Uh, and if you're, all, if you're already on the internet, you can go to theguysreview.simplecast.com. That's our website. Ooh, uh, nice segue. You like that? You can email us anything, and I will read it poorly, at theguysreviewpod at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram at theguysreviewpod. Twitter at the underscore guysreview. Facebook.com slash theguysreviewpod. Um by the way, I just want to throw this. I should have thrown this in at the top of the at the top of it, but I just I just wanted to say real fast. Um, we crossed over. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we now have over eight thousand downloads. <laughs> so, I like it. Um, I'm, I'm. How long have we been doing this? Uh, it'll be a year in January, I believe. Uh, how, what? Yeah, roughly. Yeah. So this is this is forty seven. So if we if we had like another like banger of one like sort of like the Sandlot, we another Sandlot. Yeah, we could easily jump break to 9, 10, Yeah, or ten. Oh, you, yeah. Know what, you know what? would be a banger. Yeah. Tombstone. <sighs> I'd be okay with it. I really, I really do support that. In fact, I think that might be my nomination. I like that. We're going to be working on this week, trying to map out the next couple of months um, and and figure out. I think we're going to go to a uh, go back to a weekly rotation. Uh, are we going to do Christmas for December Christmas movies? I think, yeah, I think you just. If, I think you just do one. Not only I, I think Die Hard's in there. Well, no. I mean, if we do a four week rotation, each one of us chooses one well, Christmas movie. I, I'm, I'm not picking a Christmas movie though. 
Die okay. Hard's a Christmas movie. Sorry. Well, here, here's the thing. I think if you're doing a Christmas movie, I, I'd rather catch Lightning in a Bottle and let's do some Home Alone because they're about to come out with like another one. Yeah. I actually, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. If we want to do one Christmas movie, uh-huh. I, think, I think Home Alone's the I, one. I like that. Possibly. Yeah. We can talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. it off because we got it. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to say we we've just getting uh, we've got some. Our downloads have been really, really good. Um, we've got some from. We got a couple in Granada, in Spain. I uh, got another one from Brazil. Uh, let's see. Hold on. You get no. one in Norcaping every week. Yeah, we do. We do get one from uh, North Shopping. Uh, some in the Middle East, uh, Istanbul. Um, uh, Any in Germany? No. Yes, actually, Nick's in Germany. Uh, we even got. We have, we've got. Oh a, yeah, Nick. We've got. Yeah, we've got a cluster in in um, in India. That we've gotten downloads in India. Yeah, which I'm, is pretty, I'm pretty cool. big over there. The Philippines, of course, and and, and Japan. I just I, if you're listening to this and you're living in any of these international countries, thank you so much. It just blows my mind. I think it's really cool. Hey, if you're one of these people, own up to it and jump in the Twitter group. Send us an email. Yeah, just let us know do. you exist. Yeah, I want to know how you found us and and what you think of us, especially you know not being from from here from uh, you know. Hey, yeah, what you think of us is maybe no, not, no. maybe not be a hundred percent honest. No, you can be honest. I don't care. You're just a blank person on the internet. So, <laughs> but uh, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you or, for everyone oh, and everyone, can... everyone who does listen in the states and in Canada and and you know Europe and everything. I, I appreciate y'all as well. I find that just mind fucking blowing. I want to say this because I know Trey's disappointed that no one has sent him a picture of their butthole yet. <laughs> that That's we true. that we know of. Well, I mean, they throw it. You in the get group. The, you get the I, emails. I, I would love for him to throw it in the group. <laughs> Hop in, hop in on Twitter DMs and just throw it in there. Show us that chocolate starfish. Oh man, that's terrifying. Y'all got anything else you want to add? We're we gonna we'll wrap this up. I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah, send a scratch and sniff picture. <laughs> please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcast from. On behalf of myself, Trey, and Tucker, this has been another episode of The Guys Review. See you. You know, it was disappointing that Chris couldn't tell us about the Chicago fire. <laughs> he was there. I think he started it. He probably did. <laughs> Trying to get with that milkmaid. The cow kicked it over. <laughs> See y'all next week.